Coach Dave Luce is a legendary figure in Clarksville. He was the coach of the Austin P. Governor's basketball team for 27 years. Coach joins Charlie and Katie on this episode of Clarksville's Conversation to share his story of growing up in St. Louis, playing sports in college, and what made him want to be a coach. Clarksville's Conversation is powered by FM Bank. Coach, how you doing? Doing well today. Sun's out and not as breezy, so it's a good day. What the heck with that breezy weather? I mean, it's been the windiest spring ever. It it has been, and, um, you know, it's not helping my golf game. <laughs> you need to play with the wind at your back more. I do. I do need to do that, that's for sure. Well, I guess there's a reason why they sell kites in the spring, huh? There you go. There yeah. you go. So. Makes sense, huh? So, Coach, are you a golfer? I am. I, I at least I go to the golf course. Yeah, a golfer yeah. would be. He didn't a stretch, ask me maybe. if I was a golfer. Well, <laughs> I play golf. I, I, I own golf clubs. Let me just okay, say. Okay, there you go. There you go. Okay. Well, I know, I, I coach. I know that uh, you played a lot of sports growing up. And mm-hmm. I, did you play golf growing up, or is that just I did something? not. I really haven't taken golf up uh, until I uh, retired to uh, play regularly so yeah this is kind of new to me he probably didn't have time to play golf when he was coaching so much right yeah golf takes some time i, I think more people are going out and playing nine instead of yeah. 18 right now yeah. that helps but uh it it is time consuming so what was your sport your of passion growing up baseball baseball really yeah, yeah. Uh, not many people know that baseball was my favorite sport yeah uh just couldn't make enough money at uh, <laughs> coaching anything else <laughs> did you play sports in college i did i, I played at uh, uh memphis state which okay. is now the university of memphis i played uh basketball and baseball both dual wow. sports yeah. that's impressive do you have a scholarship for both i was on a basketball scholarship and played baseball really mm-hmm. what position did you play in baseball shortstop Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, good, good, tall, rangy, yeah. shortstop. Yeah, all field, no hit. Really? <laughs> yeah, they started throwing those sliders and cutters, <laughs> and my career was over. Yeah. <laughs> now, where yeah. did you grow up at? In St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. So, are yeah. you a Cardinal fan then? Oh, through and oh, through, and I am struggling we right now, We have that in too. common. Yes, they're terrible. Ooh. We went up there. My son and I went to a game up back in April, and it, luckily, we won one, lost one, but... yeah. Still, yeah. Now, now tell us, Aiden, uh-huh. he threw out a first pitch or something. Yeah, when Aiden, he's 17 now, but when he was 10, he got to throw a first pitch at the at Bush Stadium. So oh, my gosh. He's forever, he said that year he threw that first pitch, caught a shark. He said that life was downhill after that. <laughs> <laughs> how, how was he able to throw out the first pitch? We, um, we carry the Cardinals on one of our radio stations, and mm-hmm. every year they do what's called an affiliate event where all the affiliates go up there. Mm-hmm. And they do a random draw, and he won the random draw and got to throw the first pitch. Wow! Mm-hmm. It was he, and I will tell you, he did get it over the plate from the pitcher's mound at ten years old. Really? Mm-hmm. Great. Didn't bounce it up there. Didn't bounce it right yeah. over the plate. How would you do it then? Oh, I would probably bounce it. <laughs> yeah, I would bounce not one time. Mine would bounce four or five times. Might right? roll, might roll yeah, it up yeah. there. I would have to be. You know how some people get in the middle and throw it. I'd have to get closer to the catcher (laughs) well that's okay yeah he was he we were talking about that at the last event it was a it was a big moment for him he'll be a cardinal fan forever now good good i I grew up i love playing baseball did you and then oh yeah and then uh i turned into a uh 
after baseball softball guy. There you so go. I went on that circuit for a long time. But if I could have been like any professional sports person, it had been baseball. Yeah. Well, I wanted to play basketball in high school only because all my friends did. Yeah. And um, the coach literally said to me, Kate, because I, I, Katie, I think you'd be a better cheerleader. Uh. <laughs> True story. True story. And it wasn't because I could do acrobats. It's because yeah. I was really loud. Wow. But yeah, he said, I think you should go be a cheerleader. So did you do that? I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. But back then, it wasn't like now. It wasn't like all that thing the cheerleaders do. Back then, you had to do like the splits, cartwheel, round off, and be really loud. Yeah. Some of the things they do now is scary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. So my basketball career was very short-lived. Well, Coach Luce's was not. That is true. So you played, you were at Memphis State. Mm Mm-hmm. And you played baseball, and then you played basketball. And who was your basketball coach there? Mo Iba. Mo uh, Iba. was the son of the very famous Henry Iba. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where I got my background in the man-to-man defense and passing game yeah. offense. Yeah. So you were you played there, and then was was he one of your mentors to get you into coaching? Or no. Not? Actually, I was signed by another head coach who um, – uh, stayed one year and then left and took another job. I, I hope that wasn't because of me. But <laughs> <laughs> he said he's bad at baseball. I don't know what he's going to do at basketball. <laughs> but uh, Mo, uh, my college coach for three years, was actually an assistant coach at Texas Western. Wow. Uh, the Texas Western team that beat Kentucky in the national championship. Yeah. So uh, wow. he uh, – Came to Memphis and Memphis State, and yeah. and uh, I played for him for three years, and then served a, a year as a graduate assistant under him. So, at what point did you decide that you wanted to get into coaching? You know, I think it was way before I realized. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a lot of youngsters, I I hoped I would be able to play professionally, especially baseball, and um, that didn't come to fruition. So um, I, I did what I thought was the next best thing, and, and I was fortunate enough to, uh, even through my little league career, mm-hmm. I had a lot of uh, good coaches, uh, some better than others from a technical standpoint, but all really good, solid human beings. And, and I, uh, good. you know, I, I really liked them. And uh, I think that's where I really uh, probably, where, where the seed was planted mm-hmm. for me yeah. to coach. Wow. What what was your first head coaching job at any level? I was at a junior high school in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. And uh, that, that was my first job. Coaching basketball? Coaching basketball mm-hmm. and, and teaching uh, uh, history. So um, uh, that's the way I got my start. Is that a prerequisite when you coach that you always teach history? Because I think a lot of the coaches <laughs> teach history, right? Uh, you know, I've seen a bunch, like, be uh, – PE teachers and uh-huh. different things, but I, I think my he, history teacher in high school was a coach. Yeah, I just yeah. you know. Well, as a uh, as I moved on and coached in high school, uh, I was a physical education teacher. Okay, so I did both. And that, but that makes sense because that's what you're doing. You're you're mm-hmm. teaching people sports, so mm-hmm. why right. not just do that all the time? I mean, mm-hmm. it makes total sense to me. So then, so you you coach at high school, and then what was your first? college coaching gig 
Uh, when I was at uh, Memphis State, there was an assistant coach by the name of Bob Stevenson, and he uh, he left and and took the uh, AD's job at Christian Brothers University, mm-hmm. and um, uh, he hired me after I graduated, and uh, uh, was a lifelong mentor. I mean, we mm-hmm. talked at least every other week for fifty to sixty years. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's pretty amazing. I, um, I love watching people's careers because you never know. It doesn't. It rarely goes the way you think it's going to go. Well, exactly. You, you've mentioned a few times about mentors or people that you looked up to. Like, is that something that for some of these youngins who are in sports now that you would advise them to find a mentor or someone to kind of guide them? Absolutely. I, I, I think, uh, you know, what, what's the saying? Uh, people don't care. These young people don't care how much you know until they they know how much you care. Yeah, that's, and that's I true. think that's that's a, a great uh, thing to go by. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I think it's really important to surround yourself with good people. And I was I was lucky. My grandfather uh at uh, at about six seven years old, uh, took me over to the little league uh, uh, and signed me up. So mm-hmm. he he got me around some good people. So I was off to a yeah. good start. Well, I think it goes both ways too for this younger generation too. I think that they need it's okay for them to seek out a mentor, yeah. someone that they yeah. look up to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Sometimes it just it just kind of happens. I I can go back to my little league days and and going up through high school. There's three or four coaches. I mean, they would come to my house and pick me up and take me to practice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. th- those are the kind of people they they pour into you, and then you just kind of you're just always going to remember them, and hopefully you can turn around and give that back to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Well, and as a parent, because I feel like Aiden's football coach pours into that team, and yeah. I have so much respect for that. And, you know, I really don't care, you know, how much he plays. I'm just glad he's in that environment with people who are supportive. Yeah. So I think that that's important for young kids to have those figures that they can look up to. And then vice versa for I think everybody needs a mentor, even at our age right now, Charlie, we need somebody to kind that we can bounce ideas off. Maybe it's even if it's a spiritual mentor, something. For sure. There are still people uh, at my ripe old age that I still, mm-hmm. um, if, if I don't call them, I, I might run it through my mind. What what would Bob do yep. in a situation a like this? You know. Yeah. I yeah. never yeah. run through my mind. What would Charlie do? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> wise. Very wise. Ouch. Sure. Know, <laughs> yeah, I'd say we've been good friends, but we I'm not sure that we are. I, just, I was just being a little funny there. So... At what point, t- talk to us about how the Austin P job, how that came about for you. I, I was an assistant coach at uh, at uh, Memphis State. Mm-hmm. I worked for Larry Finch there, and uh, this this job opened up. And I uh, I got involved. Um, there were four uh, candidates on the short list. One one was uh, Tubby Smith, who mm-hmm. coached at Kentucky, and. Uh, Oh, a number of places, Georgia, Tulsa, very successful at all of those stops. Um, uh, Bob Wetlick, who was an assistant at Indiana at the time, and a gentleman named Terry Truax, who coached at DeMatha High School, 
which is a, a, a real famous uh, high school program across the country. So um, I was actually the last man standing. I, I think uh, I think Coach Smith, uh, you know, was was on a uh, a pretty fast track, and and uh, I don't know, Coach Weltlich. Um, I, I wasn't here for his interviews. I don't know how those went. And I was the last man standing, and I, I was tickled to death to mm-hmm. have the opportunity to be able to come and, and uh, be a head coach and on the Division One level. You know, and that was at a time, uh, Lake Kelly, was he just prior to you or was there somebody in between? Just prior. So, so Lake Kelly had some great success in the in the '80s with Austin P. So you really came in at an exciting time for Austin P. Basketball. Yeah, actually, I followed Lake. Uh, uh, I followed his second stint at, yeah. at Austin P. Yeah. He had, of course, had Fly and, and that group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, earlier in the '70s, and then in I came to Austin P. in '90. Uh, and he had uh, had been the head coach here prior to yeah, that. Yeah, you know those that that place was so exciting. I I got to Austin P. Um, around 1986, mm-hmm. and then I went to Birmingham and saw all those games down yeah, there with Illinois yeah. and all that. So what was what was your first year at Austin P. Coach? Ninety. Ninety. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that was pretty exciting. And then you you kind of ran with it. I mean, you you had some some great players and some great teams yeah. for twenty six years, twenty seven years. Yeah, uh, I think great players is the name of the game. Yeah, they, they, yeah. Uh, I've always felt, uh, always noticed that I was a little better coach when I had really good players. Than mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that true about anything, though? You know, no. he's had some some notable players make it uh, in the NBA. We have. Yeah. Uh, Bubba Wells uh, played yeah. several years in the NBA. Uh, Trenton Hassel mm-hmm. uh, played 10 years in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, a guy that I, I actually recruited but never got to coach was uh, Terry Taylor, yeah. Yeah. who is now getting some NBA time. That's so, right. Um, it's interesting because I'm always asked to, you know, who's who's the best player? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it's um, actually – Probably the best player that I've ever been around that I was involved, at least in there in the recruitment, uh, was uh, Penny Hardaway at, mm, at Memphis. Yeah. He's a pretty special player. He's a special player. But uh, that goes to show you how smart I am. Yeah. I, uh, we <laughs> recruited Penny, and I left and <laughs> took another job. <laughs> so I was going to ask you a, a question similar to who was the best player, but. I really, you know, there's a difference between being the best player and maybe the best leader on a team. Yeah. There is a difference. So, yeah. do you have some, a few that that stand out as great leaders that might not have been the best player? Well, one one uh, that was a great leader and was an outstanding player is the guy that Austin P just hired, uh, Corey Gibson. Corey, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Corey uh, came to us from from Three Rivers uh, Junior College. Um, he lost one home game in two years and then came to Austin P and never lost a home yeah. game. Wow. So we were 27 and 0 at home during his time here and 45 and 13, yeah. I believe, uh, overall. So, and he was, uh, a, a real leader along with Rhett Wiersba and Adrian Henning and some mm-hmm. guys, but he kind of took the lead. So I'm, yeah. I'm really anxious to see, uh, you know how how he does here, and I know he's going to do well. Yeah. 
So a lot of coaches come to these smaller schools just looking to step up to the next one, but you made this your home. What made you and your family decide that Clarksville, Austin P, this is where we're this is where we're going to stay? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, it's a terrific place with a lot mm-hmm. of great people in this community. Um, but it also, it's always about timing. Um, I either had a great team coming back, I thought, mm-hmm. or one of the kids was at a pivotal point in school where we didn't think it was a good idea to move at, at that time. But, you know, there were several opportunities to, to make a move. But um, uh, another saying that I kind of live by is don't mess with happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was happy here. Well, that's a very good saying to live by, I isn't promise it? you. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. the grass isn't always greener. So, Especially uh, when you can make a difference. Yeah. So, that, you know, it was a matter of timing and, and, and being in a position mm-hmm. where uh, our place where you're comfortable and happy and, uh, you know, our kids uh, liked it here. And so well, I was talking to my son because I think that there's something to be said for that in any career. And he said, you know, well, mom, how did you get to where you were? And I said, well, my generation isn't like you youngins. You get somewhere, stay, plant roots and grow where you're at. Yeah. And that's sometimes the best way to, for success because you can kind of grow where you're at and create w- create the environment that you want, which is what you did there. I sure. mean, 26 seasons, the most winningest coach. I mean, that's that's a legacy to leave. Well, people the, aren't going to forget who Coach Luce is anytime soon. Well, yeah, and, and I, I've, I was going to ask this other question too, and it's. I don't know if it's a loaded question or not, but, you know, people look back at their careers and, you know, like she said, you're winning as coach, you're in the Austin P Hall of Fame and other Hall of Fames, I'm sure. But then you've got, you've had family members, a daughter and a son that have worked at Austin P and you've built a legacy. What, what do you think is maybe your biggest or most gratifying accomplishment as far as Austin P goes? I hope it's that we helped a lot of uh, young people, uh, you know, with 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 their lives. Yeah. And I I think the most gratifying thing right now is to have a guy who uh, is maybe eight or ten years out of school. Yeah. And to visit with with that that former player and and see them in their own careers with mm-hmm. their own families. And, you know, you, you kind of hope that, that our program here had a little bit to do with that. Yeah. So that that's uh, without question the most rewarding and gratifying yeah. part of the job. Of course, you know, we, uh, we all understand that on, on this level uh, you have to do a certain amount of winning or mm-hmm. they're going to show you the door. So uh, yeah. that's important too. But we So we had good players, but we, we always tried to recruit good players people and uh, and help them improve on that and and uh, it's it's very rewarding to see guys yeah i you know i would say this after you know watching you you're, i've been here your whole career you know you've got family but then you've got so many hundreds of basketball players that are your family too so mm-hmm. and then austin peace culture in general is kind of a family inclusive culture mm-hmm. so i think is you know at that you know, quarter century. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a long time because yeah. it is, but you've really built a legacy here in Clarksville and Austin P that uh, has made a difference to a lot of people. Well, I, I think that's uh, thank you, by the way. And I, I, I think that's one of the things that's really uh, appealing about Corey Gibson mm-hmm. is that, uh, 
you know, one of the first things he said when he took this job, he said, I, I came here because I have skin in the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, he considers this home and, and he's invested here. Mm-hmm. He got his start here. So it, um, it's important to, to get people yeah. like that. Yeah. Well, I love the idea of the whole full circle of him, you know, playing for you, doing, mm-hmm. being successful, coming back, bringing his family here and being able to, you know, take a program that you were a part of building and maybe taking and putting his own flavor on it and, and growing it from there. Cause I mean, he's got a big season coming up in a new venue. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. It's going to be really exciting. Watch him build the program. Mm-hmm. You know, knowing knowing what he knows about our community. Well, and you know, there's got to be some pride in that because you coached him too. I mean, he's gone on to be successful, so mm-hmm. those seeds were planted. Yeah, it's a different. It uh, it's a really altogether different game now. Uh, I don't know how they do it uh, with the with the transfer portal and the NIL and and the you know the uh, the typical or prototypical. Uh, Postman, you know, the, it is no longer part of the game. Really, it's a, it's kind of a five yeah. out, four out, one in approach offensively. Mm-hmm. So he's going to put, uh, you know, his own print and leave his own mark on this program. He's not going to do everything because that's the way we did it when he was yeah. here. Yeah. But he's a bright guy, and uh, but he has a, a, a real affection for for yeah. Austin P. Yeah, I like that. So there's there's this ongoing debate just in, in pro basketball, especially who's the greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> Do you have the greatest or your favorite basketball player at any level of yeah. all time? Yeah, my favorite player was Larry Bird. Yeah, he's yeah. tough. Yeah, and and he was a great player. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Boy, to pick out the best player, I mean, you, you can't even say the word without thinking of Jordan. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. You know, but, uh, you know, I, I, I teach a, a course at Austin P in the fall called the History of Basketball, yeah. and it's a multidisciplinary type approach to we get into other things. And, uh, it, it's interesting because. So many young people think Kobe Bryant invented the NBA. Yeah. You know, there, <laughs> yeah. There were a lot of good players before there Kobe. Was. And there was. So, I mean, you can go back to Jerry West and Elgin Baylor and Wilt Chamberlain yeah. and uh, so many players. I don't know how you pick out yeah. one one player, you know. You know, I, I listened to Michael Jordan's, some of his little interviews about the greatest, and he, he won't pick a greatest he's, he's you know talk about generations and mm-hmm. style of basketball and all that and if you if you went strictly by championships it'd be will or um is it oscar robertson oscar robertson you know who has the most championships mm-hmm. so where do you really define greatest yeah it's you'd have to do tough. it by by era i think yeah you know? well yeah. and some of the greats like michael jordan too don't take all the credit they'll tell you they were great because they had a good team to yeah. be great with Exactly. Yeah. It's not about yeah. the player. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Pretty cool. And Pretty when cool. you were talking about Michael Jordan, I thought, because, you know, he played baseball too, just like you, baseball and basketball. Well, there, there you go. go. He was slightly better than me. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he just was at the right place at the right time. Yeah, that's right. At both, mm-hmm. baseball wow. and basketball. <laughs> Well, we sure appreciate you coming in. I I could talk to you all day about sports. I love sports. Is there anything that you want to share with our audience before we close? 
There is. I I, uh, I think we're at a, a really important point uh, in in uh, Austin P athletics, mm-hmm. and I, I would hope that people with with the new arena opening up will will uh, you know uh, get behind Corey and and Brittany Young, our women's mm-hmm. coach, mm-hmm. and she's done a terrific job, and uh, get behind them and and let's uh, let's sell some seats in that place and. And I jokingly told some people the other day, when you purchase your ticket, they they give you a seat so you don't have to sit on your hands. We got to get in there and make some noise and make this a a tough place to play. That's so, right. Uh, well, yeah, make it so that make it so that it's tough for other teams to come in there, huh? There you right. go. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, thank you for being here. We appreciate your time, and it's been a lot of fun. Yes. Thank you. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.